0: welcome to the tash show podcast and we want to do a solid for our neighbors down in chatham kent there's a couple skids on the loose in that community Mm -hmm. and authorities looking for your help apprehending them now I, i just want to be clear we've discussed this before uh some people don't choose to be down on their luck some people don't choose to be homeless but Being a skid is a decision that you make. It's a state of mind. It really is. And if you're going to do stuff like these two uh, skids (laughs) in Chatham-Kent, then you get what is coming for you uh there's a video that jim is just about to post on the fm 96 facebook fan page that we want you to watch yeah the chatham kent uh pet and wildlife
1: rescue group was doing a bottle drive to raise money for obviously pets and wildlife um they had him sitting on a skid ironically outside of the building (laughs) and these guys rolled up with a blue box Started pouring and dumping the empties into the blue box because the blue box is on wheels. They roll it away after. It's in the middle of the night. They both have two
0: lit darts in their mouths as they're going for it. Classic skid move. they <laughs> you're stealing all the all the cans and bottles. Yeah. And this was a secure compound. Like they had to break into the place. I steal this so. stuff, and I guess I guess they broke in, like or tried to get into the uh,
1: into the place itself, into the building to yeah. steal more stuff. Wouldn't it be awesome if they did break in? And then we were like mauled by a bunch of traumatized cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why don't they just get a job? Like, do you realize what you're doing <laughs> is work? It's a, Yeah, it's a night shift at the recycling depot. Yes, you're picking stuff up, you're carrying it, you're dumping it into another <laughs> container. There are jobs where that is all you have to do, and people will pay you hourly to do it. <laughs> and minimum wage is what, 15, 16 bucks now? Yeah, yeah. You, but you, can you smoke? Not in the workplace technically, but I'm sure you could find... You know. There's sounds, a lot of leeway out Yeah, there. <laughs> there's, there's some gray area. If that's the deal breaker, you can't have a dart hanging out of your mouth while you work. That's the reason you don't have a job. Then reevaluate your life there, people. Start doing asphalt. You can dart and Get that. a job! <laughs> what are you doing in the middle of the night stealing cans and bottles from the wildlife place? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, we, we just, uh, and later this week, we're going to have Paige, the 11-year-old girl who uh, we've been talking to, her mom's going through cancer treatment, she started a bottle drive, and we've been taking donations out of the Powerhouse Brewing Company, we got a lot of bottles and cans sitting there, if someone broke into Powerhouse oh. and stole them, oh, forget the dogs and cats, I'm sicking Bob Noxious's roadies on them. <laughs> There would be some swift justice yeah. there. And if they bite you, you will have to get tested. <laughs> and those guys also work with darts hanging out of their mouths. <laughs> they will put them out <laughs> on your forearms. Okay, so what was the name of the organization again? So here, that Jim? was the Pet and Wildlife Rescue of Chatham Cat. You will be able to recognize these people if you know them. So watch the video on the FM96 Facebook fan page. There's even the microphone there. Like, that's the real audio of them stealing the cans and bottles. Yeah. <laughs> We have to wish Happy Birthday Arnold Schwarzenegger. Crush your
2: enemies. See them driven before you they hear a lamentation of the women. Remember
0: Sally when I promised to kill you last? That's what Major you you did. I I lied.
1: lied.
0: I'll be back. I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. (laughs) It's not a tumor. (laughs) This is a tumor! Hasta la vista, baby. Arnold looking pretty good for 72. 72. I hear Devin Peacock does the best Arnold Schwarzenegger impression.
2: No, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's hear a little more, Devin. I'll be back. I don't know how okay. to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's pretty good. All right. Every, everybody at some point has at least tried to talk like Arnold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll... Where is, the, where is the honey? <laughs> I know. That's a lie. Uh, is that one of his famous quotes? Where's the honey?
2: I need to get oiled up before the match. I ruled over <laughs> California for eight years. <laughs> Uh,
0: Jim's statement does not make any sense for a number. They're not. You think bodybuilders are oiling themselves up with honey before competitions? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, yeah, what, what do you think they're using, then, big smart guy? <laughs> it's like special bodybuilding oil, isn't
1: it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can it's the so honey for the bees, and it, it stings your biceps
0: and makes them look b- swollen and big. <laughs> and 18 bodybuilders were killed last Saturday. When a bear got into the bodybuilding competition. <laughs> All of them mauled to death after smearing honey over their biceps and triceps it before think, flexing on stage. In hindsight, I think it's baby oil. But it's you don't know want babies sort of getting in and
1: attacking them either. So. Yeah,
0: right. I can't believe they use that stuff. It's made out of babies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are we doing? Arnold That's Schwarzenegger's right birthday.
0: Like 72. In-depth news, we had an update on the murder suspects, the manhunt that's going on right now in northern Manitoba. i, I kind of surprised these two haven't been caught yet, but it is very remote where they apparently are right now, Dev.
2: Yeah, they are in uh, northern Manitoba. Which, if you can't really place it, like there's like Winnipeg, which is at pretty much the almost the southern part of Manitoba, and it feels
0: like it's in the middle of
2: nowhere. And it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> they are like way, way at the almost the top of like the provincial kind of borders in terms of where Gillum is and where York Landing was. Gillam is uh, the area where it was the ma- major focus last week. That shifted to York Landing Saturday night into Sunday into. Into yesterday, and the uh, RCMP have now said York Landing. They are pulling away from that because they have not had a conf- they have not been able to confirm the sighting of these two guys there. How is this
0: going to end? Like these guys are they're in, out in the wilderness. Just the bugs alone in Manitoba <laughs> are insane. If they're sleeping in the in the woods, the bugs Black would flies. be crazy. Yeah. yeah, the other animals, the
2: terrain, like that. Uh, that part of the country can eat you alive. The fact they've been able to elude everyone to this point almost suggests they picked this. I mean, the fact that they're here isn't a surprise to them. Like, this is almost kind of what they wanted to try and escape. It's like an Into the
0: Wild situation. Remember that movie, Into the Wild, where the kid just kept walking up north until he uh,
2: ended up dying
0: in a van? Yeah. It's, a it's tough
2: country, though, because, like, there's, like, you know, obviously the forest and everything, but there's, like, muskegs, which is, like, you know, like almost like a bog where you have, like, dead trees there. It's, like, it's, it's, Tough country just to walk. Like, you remember um, the show where the guy was on the horse? He would chase man people. tracker, man, man tracker,
1: or man hunter, man tracker, man right.
2: tracker. There'd be a couple episodes with that, and like that kind of country, where like you get scrapes as you go by. Like you just, it's just tough country to walk through. So it would just be physically exhausting. On top of the fact, you've got the RCMP, you've got the Canadian forces, you've got local police, you've got First Nation police. Everyone around looking for you. Well, one one police officer apparently stopped them and
0: didn't realize that they were the murder suspects and let them go.
2: Yeah, so this happened in Split Lake, which is 170 kilometers away from Gillum. So this happened before it became the story it is right now. They were driving uh, their car that they later found burned near Gillum. And they were stopped because they they went through a First Nation community. The community is a dry community, so they routinely have, like, a a stop for people. And they did an alcohol check to see if they had any alcohol with them. They didn't. At that time, the constables didn't know who these guys were. And so they let them go through and continued on. Wow. What do you tell the cop you're doing there? Oh,
0: we're on our way to Gillum. Wonder what would have happened if they did recognize them. Like, these guys are desperate to, to... remain out there these cops almost uh, would be thanking their lucky stars that they didn't get killed themselves because they've done it before you'd think they would consider doing it again are these guys going to turn on each other is my question like i've been on a road trip with buddies and by the end of the week i want to kill my buddies yeah. you know he, he end up getting a fight in a, in a fight and an argument about the dumbest stuff and uh, these two have been together, and the circumstances are not good. You can see it going south fast.
2: Well, remember, there's that one search of the two guys who broke out of jail. Uh, they made like a mini series out of it. Uh, there are two murderers escaped from Dan Mora. Yeah, one of the guy, one of the guys killed the other one, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think so.
0: And Spoiler he, alert. And he,
2: sorry. Well, it's, you know, it's been out for a while. But so I mean, when you when you're on the lam like that, you know, stuff can happen.
1: You think you think that's going to happen or they would just separate cuz when you have two guys I guess these both these guys are like 6'4 skinny white dudes you think you're going to stand out s- Yeah yeah especially when there's two of you you'd have to part ways and go opposite directions so one of you would get away
0: I'm hoping it ends like uh like the revenant Remember what happened to Leonardo DiCaprio in The The Revenant? Yeah, yeah. A bear had had its way with him. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the plot of the movie? It was movie? the start of The Revenant, yeah. but it was part of The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, but it, it would be crazy to be in that situation. And again, fascinating to see how it's all going to end.
2: Yeah, I just don't know where... Like where? Like where do? Where are you going? Where do you literally go? You're at the tip of Manitoba. You're not going to go towards Winnipeg, guys. Like, are you going to Saskatchewan? I don't know. Well,
1: people in uh, Ontario, there's police in Barrie saying, uh, like, all that area, all northern Ontario, saying watch out because I mean they've come this far. They're clearly moving east. So uh, Ontario is on the lookout now.
0: Jim, I appreciate you thinking of me here. Um, I got a, a message sent to me uh, on my phone from Jim last night. He said, hey, Taz, saw this article, thought of you. The headline is, freezable bras exist for summer heat wave. So, yeah, I was thinking, you know,
1: you could use a, a few degrees lower. I run hot. Yeah, yeah. It's no secret. I'm a sweaty guy. It's under the pits and then a little under the pecs. <laughs>
0: This is a pretty good invention, though. What took so long for this to be invented is what I want to know. They're called bra coolers. They've been created by a company called Polar Products. And they're basically like ice packs that you slide into this bra. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll freeze solid and then through the day kind of moisten up, like like a a gel pack that you'd put into a cooler. Mm -hmm. Company says that... uh, They, if in an emergency, you could use a bag of ice water, the packs will uh keep you cool as you're (laughs) out there doing your business. I I think it'd be great, yeah. And you got an extra cup size while you're at it, which is always
1: (laughs) nice. Give them a little boost, yeah. It would be uncomfortable. I feel like your nipples, we all know they get pointy when they get hard, and there would be a lot of friction you would feel if you're walking
0: around. Do we all know that, Jim? We all do, yeah no secret. It's not, it's nothing to be ashamed Secret's of. Secret out. Your nipples get cold. They're getting hard, folks. We've
1: all seen friends. We all know what Jennifer Aniston looks like when it's chilly in the studio. They kept that set at
0: <laughs> 8 degrees Celsius.
1: <laughs> well, I wonder if they'd make one for dudes though, too. Like uh like a, a sacks underwear but with or not. I'm thinking like Oh, they put down your pants? Yeah. Ah. Uh. Because that's where most of your heat escapes, either your head or your your um, your crotch.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. You get the you uh, get the swass going. <laughs> it would have. I wouldn't want it right on your junk, though. You wouldn't want it to be. I know what you're talking about. The sacks underwear. I've got a couple pairs of those with the little pocket pocket pouch that holds your your stuff away from your legs, so there's no sticking going on in the hot weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to stick an ice pack in there. But maybe, maybe taint a bad idea, <laughs> yeah. Jim, to come up with a male version of this. Just
1: hanging a little lower in between the <laughs> the two spots there. That's what I, this is maybe a little too much information, but when I used to not have air conditioning, I would take whatever, like a frozen ice pack or frozen peas from the fridge, put it in a tea towel from the freezer and put it in
0: between my legs, like in between my thighs. Well. Uh, condolences to anyone who ever went to a dinner party at Jim (laughs) Kelly's house if he was serving peas. Or use any of my mini coolers that I brought to parties. Jim would use the just had a a vasectomy method (laughs) when he had no air conditioning. He'd sit on a bag of peas. It works. The vasectomy guys, I never really thought of that. Hopefully vasectomy guys aren't serving those peas to guests after after they have the week off to recover from the snip-snip. Well, I mean, they're also... They
1: may have a vasectomy, but they're also still dads, so they will reuse that. Someone's, e- yeah.
0: Someone's eating those peas. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to waste. There's a budget here. see <laughs> you Time for sports. Devin Peacock is here, and the football stories are starting here. We must be about a month and a, a half out from the NFL regular season. Good to see that uh, football's back in the news. I like this story. LaVon Bell has apologized to people who drafted him last year in fantasy football.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What was his deal last year? He he didn't play, right? He uh, sat out the entire year. He's with the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. That was the whole thing. Is he going to come back after six weeks, eight weeks, and so on and so on? Jacqueline uh, Carbone out of the newsroom had him on her uh, fantasy football team. And uh, was considering trading at one point, did not because he's 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 Le'Veon Bell. And, of course, he never played, so it really... Uh, if, if he was on your team, he really dragged down your team. Well, he, but what was the reason he was out? He wanted, a, he wanted a contract. He wanted a better contract. So, like, it was, it was all money-based in terms of uh, how Pittsburgh was offering him one-year franchise tenders, and he didn't want that. He wanted the long-term deal. I
1: like how he apologized to the fantasy team and not his actual team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, Whose life are you really affecting more? This is what he posted on social media. This is long overdue, but I want to take a moment to apologize to all the fantasy owners who picked me last year. I'm sorry I couldn't pull through for y'all, but trust me, this year's about to be way
2: different. I'm bringing you the championship this year. He signed with the New York Jets in the offseason, and he will be their primary ball hander. He's also, obviously, if you've had him in the past, he's got out of the backfield, he can catch, he can run, obviously, so he is a uh, fantasy football stud. And you mentioned the Steelers. Uh, do you know Juju Smith-Schuster?
0: Yes, wide receiver. Yeah, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He signed at a training camp, signed a, a fan's head the other day. And then he <laughs> joked that if uh, if the guy got his signature tattooed on his head, he would give him uh, any tickets to any game that he wanted. Well, the guy heard about it, took it seriously, oh, no. went and got Juju's signature, his autograph, tattooed onto his head with the Pittsburgh Steelers logo. Mm-hmm. And kudos to Juju. He followed through. He gave the guy season tickets for this upcoming season. Oh. I thought it was just one ticket to one game. No, he's like, yeah, dude, you can go to every single game. Now, the guy did get, he shaved the side of his head. So the nice thing is he does have a Pittsburgh Steelers head tattoo. But if he grows his hair out, you're not going to see it, right? Oh,
2: yeah. He better hope that he doesn't go bald. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, you know, Steelers fantasy. That is a terrible tattoo to have on your head. I mean, just because is there it's a Steelers a, logo. Or? Well, is there any tattoo that's good to have on your head? I hope
0: Juju Smith Schuster gets traded after the season. <laughs> you, should a,
1: you should get a Steelers helmet tattooed on your head so it looks like you're always wearing a helmet.
0: <laughs> that's where the logo is. It's right on the side of this guy's head where the Steelers logo oh, yeah. would be on the helmet. Huh. And a little crossover here. We got a uh, an, an NBA-NFL crossover, Dev.
2: Yeah, the New England Patriots uh, tweeted out the other day uh, a picture of Nick Nurse standing and watching uh, Patriots practice with Bill Belichick and saying, you know, two uh, coaches who know a little something about uh, championships. Mm. And Nick Nurse is uh, with the Patriots, or he was anyway, uh, learning a bit of the Patriot way and seeing what he can uh, glean from uh, Belichick for the Raptors' upcoming season. And have you seen that there's a petition to change the date of
0: Halloween? Hmm, what's wrong with the 31st? Everyone wants it to be on a weekend, apparently. Oh. So the the petition is to change it from uh, the 31st to the last Saturday of October. It's on change.org. It's got a couple hundred thousand signatures. On the petition. Who's the petition for? Well, in the States, if uh, uh, change.org petition gets more than 100,000 signatures, then it goes to the president of the United States. So Donald Trump may uh, be able to make the decision to change Halloween from the 31st to the last Sunday or Saturday of every month. I'm or not, a, not every month of October. Um, now that's a petition I would sign.
1: I'm not a I'm not a parent though. Taz, is it that bad at bringing a kid out on a weeknight for Halloween, or is it for the adults
0: partying? Uh, yeah, both, maybe. Uh, maybe I think the system we have now is pretty good. I don't mind taking my kid out on a a Tuesday. Gives yeah. you something to do, right? And like they're only out till thirty nine anyway. Well, the nice thing about that is if you take your kid trick-or-treating during the week, then you can get a babysitter on the weekend and go do your adult dress-up party, if that's the kind of thing you're mm-hmm. into. And I don't want to stay home on a Saturday and hand out candy. I'd rather stay home on a Tuesday. I don't want to leave the bowl out and have the kids steal it all. That's something they may not have considered. You're right. You're not going to... Sure, you don't have to get up the next day early to go to school, but... A lot of people aren't going to be answering the door because they've got other plans. It's Saturday night, after Mm -hmm. all. (laughs) Come on. Come on. If you could change the date of one holiday, what would it be? Go ahead. Uh, If anything, they should change Easter to a stagnant date because they constantly change it and that really messes things more around than any other holiday, I would say. I kind of like that, though, because then I always forget that it's going to be a four-day-long weekend. I'm like oh, What? Oh, it's Easter this weekend? Amazing. <laughs> Good point. But then, like, you kind of have to, because Easter
1: always be has to on go Thursday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And, like, it always has to. Yeah, no it's, it's
0: Ash Wednesday. You can't m- change it And one year. It's Ash Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm going to be eating pancakes on a Sunday? <laughs> Jesus didn't die on different days of the month, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Some text messages here. Hey, Taz and Jim, Remembrance Day needs to be a mandatory holiday. I like that. And, yes, Super Bowl needs to be the day before Family Day if they're not going to move it to Saturday. So instead of, uh, because the NFL, it's all about TV ratings, and uh, it's on Sunday because it makes them a ton of money. They're not going to move it to Saturday, so why don't we just move Family Day to whatever the day after the Super Bowl is? Whatever politician brings that,
1: to the federal government, I will vote for you.
0: That sounds like a Doug Ford special. (laughs) That is. It really does. Yeah, totally. And on Super Bowl Day, they start selling beer at four in the morning. I'm in. Bars only have to close for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) The night before. (laughs) Let's see what else we got here. Christmas should be the day after Boxing Day. Okay, now we're getting ridiculous, (laughs) Dan. This opposite land? (laughs)